there's somebody out there that there there is somebody that's also a, a redapod oh uh, enthusiast. You didn't. Yeah, sure did. I'm going to for the next month. Get ready. Okay. Buckle up. November is going to be redapod month. Oh no. <laughs> tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Halloween is upon us as ghosts abound with new information about a gap in our Pokedex, a rule-breaking mythical Pokemon, Syndical Community Day, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 18. It's the 28th of October. It's getting spooky around here, Ooh. y'all. My name is Chris, your host, and I'm joined this week by Ness. Hello. And Kyle. Hiya. How's it hanging, guys? How's it going? You st- you're still alive? Yes. Great. Yes. See if we can't change Holding that on. in this upcoming week of horror and ghost Pokemon, oh, no. shall we? No. Oh, that could be misconstrued <laughs> as a threat, but I don't know. I was trying to just get into the spirit, but it's so hard to walk that fine line in October, you know? Is he... Is he threatening me or he just wants me to have a great Halloween? Or is this just okay? I don't know what's going on. What's socially acceptable here? (laughs) Anyway, hey, welcome to the show. This is the show where we talk about Pokemon Go and, uh, you know, make fun of each other. Mostly. Mostly. Predominantly. Yes. Um, So it's, as always, I feel like, again, I say this every single week, but it's quite the heavy news week. (laughs) Yeah, a lot's been going on lately. Um increasingly so every single episode there seems like there's going to be more and more and more to talk about and Mm -hmm. i thought for sure we were heading into a slower period in this game but guess what nope nope no not yet not yet and uh niantic please this is not a complaint keep it coming keep it coming because we've got so very much to cover in this episode it's gonna be a long one for this past week yes and this is a special halloween episode as per suggestion by listener of the show, Robert Matthews, he gave me a great idea, and I'm going to be using it later on the show, and we'll cover that when we get there. Mm. So, before we get into the news, because there's a bunch of it, let's talk about our weeks, shall we? I'm going to read your goal first for you, oh, no. and then you can do your week in <laughs> okay. review. Okay, okay. So, Ness, you're first, okay? Yes. Your goal for this past week was third evolution of the new starters. Mm-hmm. Is that a mm-hmm happened or a mm-hmm? it, it kind of half happened. So I had my Infernape already. They're um, mid-evolution and you stopped them. Kind of. So I have my Torterra. <laughs> oh, no. But I don't have my Empoleon. I haven't seen any Piplup since all of these ghost Pokemon have been around. Yeah. So I haven't been able to complete that goal. After Community Day, actually, yeah. the Generation 4 spawns kind of just like, away. Well, it's because we have all of our, our ghosty things going on right now. That's true. And I think the starters are scared, so they went away. Oh, I don't blame them. They're but tiny. maybe after this, all these events that are going on, I'll be able to get an Empoleon. Good luck with that. Thank you. Or we can go raiding. Right you can just get a bunch of air candy. Yeah. Your second goal was yeah. um, hatch a Shinx and or Riolu. No, I had so many trap inches though. Yeah, she did. Just oh, constantly, I hate trap so many trap inches. I hate trap inch. We kept walking around. I was like, "All right, 10k, 10k, let's go!" And be trap inch. So you can time. always tell if the hatch rate for a particular Pokemon is too high when somebody that really likes that Pokemon, like myself, I love trap inch because Flygon is yeah. one of my favorite Pokemon. Right, right. I don't like trap inch per se, but Flygon's pretty rad. Okay. Um, and I'm done with him. Yeah. 
it just shouldn't be in the 10k eggs that's yeah. that's you how know, i feel really, about it yeah he really shouldn't i understand that flygon is kind of like one of the more rare pokemon Not and anymore. in the game he came out in you had to go to that desert right and try to find him mm-hmm. and he was rare around go fest but now he's just been all yeah all yeah. up in our Every, grill everybody's trying especially when you're trying to hatch 10ks for a specific other right. type yeah it feels bad yeah the ones that have like this lower rate yeah are just like kind of in the way yeah so the goals but, have not been in my favor this week but how did the rest of your week go it goals pretty, aside pretty okay so we'll be talking more about all of the events that happened right after we posted the show last week but with all the ghost spawns that have been increasing in the halloween events and everything um i did get my spiritomb so i got right. that this morning as I was just like hurriedly catching every Pokemon oh that I God, saw. I do this before the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so I got that. I, I considered that a goal. Had I would, you know, known about that event while we were recording, I would have made that a goal. Yeah. So that's kind of that's like my, my surrogate goal. How's your leveling going? I know you didn't have a level specific goal for this past week because right. I don't think you were planning on it. Right, but... right, right, right. So I'm in the middle of level 37 right now. I need a million more to 38. So I'm not too far off, really. No, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's all going pretty okay. I just didn't hit the goals that I set, but, you know, change of events. Cool. Yeah. And how, how far, I'm going to start asking this weekly for you guys, okay. um, because I think it's just a, a good idea to kind of see where we're at. And I know other shows do this as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Pokemon Go Radio. But as far as your Sinnoh badge is going so far, yes. since this Generation 4 just came out, it might be fun for us to kind of like check in and see okay. Okay. who's might got the be. most and how, how it's see. going so far. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you guys doing in your Sinnoh badges? Let me see. I... I'm at 20. Kyle, what do you have for your Sinnoh badge? I'm at 18. Woo! I'm at so. 25. Yeah, that doesn't wow. surprise me. Yeah, yeah, I need my Luxray, the Riolu, and uh, Lucario, and then I'm all caught up with everything mm-hmm. that's out mm-hmm. so far besides the regionals. Let's see. Done with Kanto. I know that. Johto, yeah. I think I'm missing one or two. Yeah, we're going to get to those Pokedex two. holes in a little bit here as yeah. part of our major conversation. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. Anything else happened this week for you? I caught whatever Kyle had rocking last week, so his, his congestion yeah. thing. I have that going on now. If I sound like go, a little Kyle. bit fuzzy, so to go. it's just it's that season, you know, where hey. friends share everything, and they're not exactly gifts. Well, so. here's the thing: is that the next community day is like right around the corner. So you hold on yes. to that, and you give it back to him I'm on gonna, community day. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, she's t- coming take for this you. Back. <laughs> no, I don't want it. I don't want okay. it. I was that's good. A, that's, a good time for us to segue into, into Kyle's goal because this is uh, appropriate. Kyle, your your goals for this past week were twofold. One was feel better. How's that going? It's you going good. I'm, oh, I'm at great. like I'm at like a ninety percent right now. At what cost, Kyle? Nice. <laughs> at what cost? Very nice. <laughs> and then your second goal was hit thirty six. I managed to do that as well. Okay. Wow. I mentioned last week that I had a bunch of like ultra friends coming up, like four mm-hmm. or five of them. None of them happened this week. Oh, really? no, but you still did it. None of my friends sent me gifts or opened my gifts Aww. in a timely fashion. Well, I would have sent you more gifts, but you told me not to do that anymore. Well, you know what? We don't We're have any more friendship friends. levels. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, we could we could keep trying. We are the best friends we could ever have. I want a, I want a level five tier that's super best friends that gives me a million experience. <laughs> yeah, it just takes six months to get, right? <laughs> no, 12 months. Oh, that's a long time. That that sure I is. don't think that but a million experience would be it. worth it. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I would think you'd be better off getting like, you know, five different best friends. Yeah, but you can do more than one gift a day. It's not like you have to. But you can only do twenty gifts a day. So you know. Yeah. You get you gotta... ten million XP if you only send gifts to one friend for the rest of forever. Right. That's fair. 
Anyway, okay. Um, how did the rest of your week go, Kyle? Besides hitting thirty six and feeling better, um, it was it was okay. I mean, I played pretty casually this week, especially with all of these spawns. I've just been catching everything I see because I want a shiny Pokemon from this event so badly. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Just, mm-hmm. I just I'm checking everything. I'm catching everything. So much candy and no shinies. Yeah, it hasn't happened for me either. Oh, I got a Witch Hat Pichu. I hatched one of those. Yes. And that, nice. that's a lot cuter than Witch Hat Pikachu. So. Yes. Yes. The Pichu versions are just um Like the hat's just better. too big. They're just better. It's just too big. Yeah, it's adorable. It's a dope. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Kyle? I know you did one more thing that you're not mentioning. Uh, Kyle doesn't remember I, the thing that he did. Starts with the G I, and ends with an Iratina. Oh right, that is, that, <laughs> I did do a. I did get Giratina the day after it launched. That's I awesome. was I was in the city and I just there was a raid hatching, so I sat down with my girlfriend and waited, and That's then right. like twenty people walked up like two minutes before it hatched. Yeah, yeah and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, that's the city for you. We tried to get a Giratina the other day when we were downtown but there just weren't enough people. Yeah, we were at an event the other day and one hatched and there was one other person in the lobby with us and we tried. Oh, no. Valiantly. Yeah, we tried. And we failed. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then I proceeded to just stare at the lobby for the next hour and nobody showed up. I was very disappointed. On that topic, I tried to duo an Alola Marowak the other day oh, with no. my girlfriend. Ooh. We were we were really close. Were you? Were you? Yeah, yeah, that was a toughie. With, that there was, was like toughie. like... He's about a quarter health left. Mm-hmm. But one more know, person would have done it. One, yeah, one more person, person or if our Pokemon sure. were higher levels. So Yep. Sure. Well sure. maybe next time. I also got my spirit tomb, so you know that was good. We all good. Have oh, you fin- when how long did it take you to finish the special stuff. research? Uh I mean I finished it yesterday morning. Okay. So all right. so like four or five days. Yeah, it was uh, three three days because I didn't really start doing it until Wednesday. Okay, and, fair enough. Wow. Spooky. Sp- spooky. <laughs> How's your week been, Chris? <laughs> my week has been pretty okay. Uh, let's let's visit my goals, shall we? Kyle, I think you're the only person actually finished both of your goals this week. <laughs> well, I one had... of his goals was not Pokemon related. and Oh, your health is Pokemon related. What? Your health and Pokemon Go are, are intertwined. Sure. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, it, there wasn't like an in-game goal. Oh, I don't know. Hey, if he's feeling better, that means he's going to play more Pokemon Go, so... That's true. That is true. true. Mm -hmm. No, I feel like, Kyle, you play it anyway, even when you're sick. Yeah, when he was real sick at Community Day, he still came out and (laughs) slapped a great time. I'm just like, yeah, dying, but I'm here. Yeah. (laughs) You were laughing, having a great time, and every once in a while, you, like, stop to just, like, die. die. And then, uh, yeah. (laughs) All right, so my goals for last week were um, get at least 500,000 experience into level 39. Mm -hmm. Um, I am happy to say that I'm almost actually at a million experience. I'm at, like, 940,000 right now. Um, Yeah, well, that's good, because the second goal I had was get a Luxray and then try to hatch a Riolu slash lucario and that didn't happen at all right. i hatched a bunch of 10ks and i also got trap inch on trap inch on trap inch <sighs> i'm done i'm done with 10k eggs i say that i'm not actually done because you know i, mean, I need still... a riolu real bad yeah right but um yeah i'm hoping that there will be another way to get a riolu kind of down down the road because 10ks just are not working for me uh but we'll see i mean if you're if you're really desperate i would not be surprised if riolu or Lucario becomes a community day. I'm thinking to. Lucario probably yeah. will be a, like a community. I mean, Riolu would have to be the focus, but Lucario yeah. would be the 
you know, the evolved form, get that signature move, that aura sphere or what have you. That'd be pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to say that that happened. And then as far as like things that happened this week, I caught my spirit tomb. I finished the special research the day after it came out. Um, and it was kind of a slog. We'll get to the steps for that thing in a little bit here and talk about it. Um, but I did get my spirit tomb and he was like 15, 15, 10. He was like 89%, which Mm -hmm. is fine. Yeah. Just fine. I really wanted him to break 90%, but you know. I'm not sure if there's going to be another way for us to get another spirit tomb. I don't think so. They only give you like 15 candies. So it's like, what am I going to do with these? Right. I can't max him with these. So. Rare candy. Whatever. I guess so. But that's but why? Know, kind of odd. But why? Yeah. yeah. Whatever. I'm having a great time with this Halloween event. And we'll talk about that in just a little bit here. Uh, before we get into the news, I would like to... Remind you guys that if you haven't already, and if you'd like to help support the show, please go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and or Stitcher. We love getting feedback from you guys. And if you'd like to support in a way that's super, super easy and free, a review goes a long way. But enough of that. It's time for the news. So, all right, let's get this out of the way. We've got a heavy news week, but let's get this first piece out of the way, because I know that's what everybody else wants to do. All right. So the two professors, episode three, the final mystery of Meltan. And the sweetest word in that phrase is final. (laughs) Final mystery of Meltan. It'll come back. Yeah. I don't trust them. It'll come back. (laughs) This uh, was the third and final video in this trilogy this epic trilogy of willow and oak going back and forth about meltan and meltan doing things willow, like my boy making <laughs> willow my boy <laughs> i noticed there's a small metal dude over there yes we've talked about it for two episodes oh right. wow so we got some new information about meltan and its evolution called mel metal so meltan's evolved form has been revealed it's called mel metal which is neat I guess he's like a real buff he's version. He's a giant version of Meltan. It's like Meltan grew up and then hit the gym um, <laughs> a lot. He hit the gym so hard that he broke the gym. Yeah. He's a big dude. But he don't worry. He's still got that little tail. So if you were really into and that for whatever head. reason, he's got a very small head with a floating eye thing. But the little hex nut like spins really fast. Although I do love when you see... Um the game footage from Pokemon Let's Go when they have Mel Metal as his Pokemon that's fall- he's just yeah. like he's gigantic just barely fits like between buildings yeah he's, he's walking huge, through everything gigantic he'll require 400 candies to evolve that's what we've seen from the screenshots and such so far he's going to be the first mythical Pokemon known to evolve there is something that we should mention here I know that a lot of people are like wondering is the whole like Fiona and Manaphy thing those don't count those do not evolve into one of the other ones. Do you know what I'm talking about, Kyle? Yeah, I do. There's a there's a legendary. It was was it Fionn, and then it, if you bred with Fionn, it could make Manaphy or it, yeah, they're they're two like the same thing. But I don't think they yes. make a new Pokemon together, do they? Uh, no. One of them is what you get when you breed the other one. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think. I think it's I might have these backwards, but there's a there's a common misconception that these two Pokemon, Fionn and Manaphy, um, that one of them evolves into the other one because Fion, I believe, is the one, the first mythical that's able to breed. And if you breed with it, it leaves an egg. And from that hatches another legendary. But that legendary does not evolve into Fion. So Meltan will be officially the first Pokemon that can actually evolve that's, that has mythical status, per se, if you don't count forms. 
who counts forms. We're all just done with Milton. <laughs> um, yeah. Yes. Just... We're like, that's great, Chris. Move the, on. the last thing here, we'll, we'll put Meltan to bed. Cute little dude to bed. Uh, he'll feature a new move called Double Iron Bash, which has a chance to make Pokemon flinch in the main series games, which is very powerful. It's going to be a steel stab move. It's going to be kind of like, I think like double kick. Mm. So it'll hit twice. Yeah. But it'll be a steel move. Double Iron Bash I'll leads me be to believe. Whacking his. You just punch people or whatever. So, yeah, that's Meltan. If you're excited about Meltan, that's cool. There's lots of other things to talk about and get excited about right now. I think I'm going to put my whole Meltan excitement on the back burner until Let's Go actually comes out. Yeah. Which is excitement. Two weeks. Two weeks. weeks, November 12th or whatever it is. Today's the 28th. So, like two weeks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Almost exactly two weeks. All right. Next big piece of news. And this is bigger for some people than others. Okay. But Cyndaquil community mm-hmm. day has been announced and Officially. there's some exciting things with this it's like a normal community day except more exciting because well two reasons one it's cyndaquil and who doesn't <laughs> love cyndaquil mm-hmm. uncool people don't like cyndaquil okay Just I, it's not that i dislike what? cyndaquil I he's throwing me the side eye right now oh. as i said that right she's like he's throwing shade no not it's not that shade. i dislike cyndaquil it's just i wanted something that was a bit more unpredictable that's all hmm what do you have against Cyndaquil? I don't. I just said I don't have anything <laughs> I think against Cyndaquil. We covered Cyndaquil. this last episode. And she just hates my personal happiness. <laughs> so she's like, I just wanted Chris something wants more exciting. What's more exciting than Cyndaquil? I anything asked you. else? Because you expected All right. it. All right. It's the surprise. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So what's happening on Cyndaquil Community Day? Well, let me tell you. Cyndaquil is happening on Cyndaquil Community Day. It's going to be November 10th at the usual Community Day times check your listing on the website or what have you for what time that is or ask anybody else because we've gone through so many of them it's pretty common information now this is going to feature two bonuses rather than the one we normally have it's going to be two times catch experience and two times catch stardust which is super exciting for me personally i know for a lot of people that like the stardust one because they want to stock up with the xp one because they're trying to level as quickly as possible both of those things qualify for me I don't know if you guys are excited about getting both of these bonuses at the same time or not. Yeah. I mean, it's usually like a hatch, a hatching bonus and then like a candy bonus or something. So yeah. I, I think we're losing out on the egg this time. Unless yes. they decide to throw that on like they usually do. But... They, I mean, they probably won't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting this one is just catch and catch. So, sure, sure. It, you know, the more you catch, the better it's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in three times catch experience and no stardust. But okay. that's yeah, just because that's, that's so much more fun. Hmm. Yeah, if you get an excellent curveball on your first throw, it's like 1.5k. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's great. It's fun. But this is still fantastic. Yeah, it ain't bad at all. I'm not going to say no to this. So in addition to those fabulous bonuses, shiny Cyndaquil family will be out. And if you don't know what they look like, they look just like the regular family, except kind of orange instead of that blue color. I'm into it. They look neat. Is there fire a different color, Kyle? Do you know? Uh, is it like it is. It's a It's a little purplish. A little, a little bit. purple. Yeah. Rad. Okay, I'm down for that. And then the last missing piece in this information dump that is this community day. The exclusive move has not yet been revealed, but if you were going to put money down on anything, you should probably put it down on Blast Burn because why wouldn't it be? The supporting evidence for that theory is that when we had Venusaur Day and then we had Meganium Day, uh, we had Frenzy Plant on both of them. And so Charizard's move was Blast Burn, so it would make sense that for Syndicate we would see blast burn as well but you know they could surprise us they could not surprise us we'll see what happens but that's what we're guessing so far 
So the big piece of news here that you guys are probably experiencing right now. So this is like what's happening right now is the Halloween event, which is rad. Spooky. Spooky. Yes. Very scary indeed. <laughs> uh, and it features a couple of really great things. So increased spawns of dark and ghost type Pokemon mm-hmm. and two brand new generation four spawns. So the things that we're getting increased spawns and then the generation four spawns include Puchenya, Duskull, Shuppet, Ghastly, Sneasel, Sableye, Houndour, here are the two Generation 4 Pokemons, Drifloon and Stunky. Haunted Balloon. Haunted Balloon and just the skunk. Yep. It's just a plain old skunk. Yeah. Yep. And then... <sighs> Say it. We got a hat, Pikachu, y'all. A witch hat, <laughs> Pikachu, and Pichu. And while the Pichu is cute, uh, the witch hat, Pikachu, was... Not welcome in our group text right. uh, the first day we saw it. Uh, everybody was a little upset about that. But here's the thing. is that it's, a brand, it's not a brand new hat, Pikachu. It's a repeat from last year's event, Pikachu. Uh, but this year, the twist is that it can now be shiny. It wasn't shiny last year. So, wow. That's exciting. Well. In addition to that, the shiny list from this event and the things that you should be checking almost nonstop include Puchenya, Duskull, Shuppet, Sableye, Houndour, and Drifloon. And then also the Pikachu's. Like almost everything. Just everything, about everything. but Stunky and Ghastly. And Sneasel. Sneasel will not oh, sneeze, have a yeah. shiny so far. Uh, yeah, so there's like plenty of really great things for you to go out there and check. And we're not going to go through the entire raid list because it's pretty similar to what you'd expect. But right now there is a dark ghost theme on raid bosses. But those will probably be done on the 31st when this Halloween event is over. There's also some new research tasks that are out right now. You've probably seen them. Catch five Puchenya or Houndour, catch five Dark type, catch ten Ghost type, evolve three Duskull or Shuppet. That one gives you a rare candy, though that's a pretty expensive one to do. Uh, transfer ten Pokemon. That one gives you a, a Mischievous. So that's that's an old one that we've seen before. And the bonuses for this event, besides the increased spawns, is two times catch candy, which is really exciting. So if you pine up something that would have originally given you three candy, it gives you twelve. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's, if you, it's great. If you pineapp, let's say, a Gengar, that would have given you 10 to begin with, and then it would be doubled for 20, and then you pineapp him, that's 40 candies. Jeez. Which is crazy. Also, can it you find Gengar nuts. in the wild? I've never seen uh, one. I we did. I caught yeah. one. I plus one the other day. It was level one. It had 35 CP, and it was horrible <laughs> IVs, and um, I promptly transferred him. But it was wild, and that's exciting. Yeah, wow, I guess so. yeah. No. Yeah, it was interesting. Um, a lot of haunters, though. Tons yes. of haunters. We see yes. haunters almost every single day when we go on our walks. Uh-huh. Yeah. Crazy. Um, and then there's some new special research to get a brand new Pokemon, which is really exciting, called Spiritomb. Step one. These are going to be kind of spoilers for you guys. I was debating whether or not to talk about the specific steps and the research uh, reward and stuff like that. But it's been out for five or so days. You had now your chance, time. is what he's saying. <laughs> I want to have the conversation about this. But if you would like to skip ahead a little bit, we're going to be talking about the specifics for this special research. Mm-hmm. So step one, it's a three-step deal. Step one, the first three tasks are catch 10 ghost type, make eight great throws, and use 108 berries to help catch Pokemon. These are pretty easy, yeah. except that the 108 berries to catch Pokemon is... A pain in the butt. It's rather involved. It's, it's excessive. rather involved. The whole focus is supposed to be on the 108 thing and like catch 10 ghost Pokemon, make eight great throws, 108. Eight. All the rewards have to do with some sort of yeah, version I of think 108. The, 
the berry reward was Lickitung, which is Pokemon yeah. number 108. Number 108. Right. Also Gen 4 oh, prep. Oh, I didn't Gen realize that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Gen 4 prep as well, too. So mm-hmm. if you didn't have a good IV Lickitung, you probably got one out of that. Right, right. Um, and I believe Catch 10 Ghost type was like a Sableye or something like that, or a Mischievous. I think it was Mischievous. Yeah. They have, I mean, the rewards for these are pretty standard for this event. There's something Ghosty. crazy. Yeah. For step two, Catch 10 Dark type Pokemon. The second one here, the one that gave people the most Lots trouble. Of controversy. That had the most backlash was spin eight Pokestops you haven't visited before. Mm-hmm. And then the final step for step two was catch 108 Pokemon, mm-hmm. which was also long. Not as long as the catch or use 108 berries to help catch, but these one was just straight up catch. And the reward for the catch 108 Pokemon was spirit tomb mm-hmm. so for spin eight pokestops you haven't visited before a lot of people were complaining about this online having to um, go outside their normal bounds yeah or they're like i'm a really involved player there right. isn't anything reasonably close to me or even pretty hard for me to find me. stuff too yeah just because i i travel so much with work and i'm constantly playing and we go to the same spots and right i cover about two and a half hours of ground of traveling with pokestops i was pretty lucky because the day after this event came out and I was doing these stops. I just happened to take a different route home due to some traffic. Mm. And I spun eight stops on the way home. It was perfect yeah. for me. But I can imagine if you are in an area that only has maybe 50 to 60 stops and like, you know, two or three small town hubs you have around you, that this one would be rather frustrating. Well, that even passively playing with like the Go Plus, mm-hmm. it just constantly registers Pokestops. So you don't even realize you're spinning these things as you go when you're using the Go Plus. Right. And with the 108 berry step, you couldn't use your Go Plus for that either. So it made passive playing absolutely impossible for this. Right. And I know that a lot of people don't know this, but quick tip, if you are newer to this game or maybe if you didn't know this and you're like, how am I supposed to be able to tell Pokestops? from other Pokestops that I have spun or haven't spun, the ones you have not spun ever before have a halo around them. Mm -hmm. And ones you have don't have that halo anymore. Um, You get like increased experience for spinning the Pokestop for the first time. I think it's 250 experience Mm -hmm. instead of the 50 you would have normally gotten. But the more times you visit a stop, the more items you tend to get from spinning it. I believe that's the case. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, if you guys didn't know, if you haven't been there before, it has a halo. So hopefully that will help you out in your hunt. Mm -hmm. But while that step within the step has kind of tripped some people up, the good news is is that you don't have to spin those eight Pokestops in order to get Spiritomb. You just have to do the catch 108 Pokemon and then you should be good. So, you know, you have some time. You won't be too far behind everybody else Pokedex completion wise or you, you still won't be like held back from the joy of getting a Spiritomb per se. You just have to do those eight Pokestops at a different time. I don't know so if it's, it's really a nice. joy. I don't know. Catching a spirit tomb? So, I think it's cool. I think everybody everybody here knows that I'm Gen 1 for life, Yes, as, as I've mentioned. Really? So This at, is news to me. So as new things come out, I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. For me, seeing some of the newer generation Pokemon like Gen 3, Gen 4, some of the designs just get ridiculous. Like, this is a haunted gravestone. It looks like a potato that's projecting well hang on now a haunted hurricane hang on now (laughs) the animation in pokemon go is terrible for this pokemon let's be clear okay so i saw it and i almost laughed out loud right i was like it looks so much better in the game (laughs) it's really hard to for what it is sure yeah they didn't but they they didn't make it like any there's no transparency i don't know if that's a limitation of their designs but it's just yeah, a solid pink disc. 
I would have said something like, "This is weird because uh, Gasly has transparency." I was about to say so. this. This wouldn't be yeah. weird if Gasly didn't look as good right. as he does. But Gasly yep. looks pretty good, mm-hmm. and it's a ghost gaseous type Pokemon. Yeah. And Spiritomb, I don't know if it's really gaseous. It's supposed to be like a bunch of souls and a sure. spiral coming out of this mm-hmm. tombstone. Yeah. So in that way, look, I don't know. Like the problem with that making it more transparent is that Spiritomb is a really vibrantly colored Pokemon. Mm-hmm. The pinks and the greens and yes. the yellows and all that stuff. And if you add transparency to it, it kind of takes away from that vibrancy. Yes, it just looks yeah. like a strange projection. Yeah, it just kind of it looks what it is, kind of what it is. It looks strange. Yes, it's and unique. It's a really <laughs> it cool is. Pokemon. Yeah. So yeah. Besides that, Spiritomb is the focus on that. It's pretty cool, but also let's not downplay the rewards you get from this because uh, you get, I think, fifteen total. Or something like that, or sixteen total silver pineapple berries from your rewards mm-hmm. doing this, you which get is pretty cool. So you get yep. yeah. Stardust, the whole uh, thing. experience one thousand eighty, so one hundred eight and a zero. Mm-hmm. Um, and then step three is they're all completed. It's just a stack of ten eighty experiences, three of them for you to to claim. And then also ten spirit tomb candy and eight uh, spirit tomb okay. candy, two go. separate stacks. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, my suggestion is that if you are going to use a lucky egg for anything. Maybe for like a friendship bonus or a short play session that you save your last three stacks of experience mm-hmm. to use when that lucky egg is active and double it up. So instead of like, you know, the 3000 plus you get, you get like a 6000 plus. I did that this morning. It's a small amount of extra experience, but, you know, every little bit counts. Yeah. So why not? Mm-hmm. You're not holding yourself back from anything. So you might as well. In addition to the special research, this Halloween event has also brought with it two more things. One was the new Halloween gear. So Costumes. there's a Costumes. sweet. Yes. There's a new Gengar backpack, which is so cute. It's really cute. Mm-hmm. A Gengar shirt and a Gengar hat. All three of those Kyle is currently sporting. <laughs> I am. Yeah. Are you I happy am. with your purchases? They're pretty great, right? I am. I actually, I have that same Gengar backpack, like an actual version of it. Wow. Just sitting in my room. Okay. So. Why don't you bring it with uh, for Gengar Day, it's, which we'll get to in just a second here. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> all right. So all the Gengar-themed stuff. There's a Drifloon hat mm-hmm. and a Drifblim shirt, which is the evolved form of Drifloon. There's a Mismagius hat, which has not been put out yet. We'll get to that in just a second here. And there's a Spiritomb shirt. So if you like, you know, the, the pink, yellow, green spiral, y'all can have it on your shirt if you want. Yeah. If you want. I don't know. I haven't really met like a Spiritomb fan. Someone that's like really epically passionate about Spiritomb. Yeah. The last most important and exciting thing about this Halloween event is that it brought with it a new five-star raid boss. So we said goodbye to Mewtwo on the 23rd and we said hello to Giratina. And Giratina is a ghost dragon type, which means it has almost no weaknesses whatsoever. I think the only one it has is fairy. Isn't it fairy? No. What else, what, is, what else is it weak to? It's uh, dark, ice, and dragon as well as fairy. Yeah, it's got, okay, it's got very few weaknesses yes. in comparison <laughs> to other things. Its unique typing has made it rather tanky. Best of luck in your Giratina raids. Ness and I have yet to find one. Kyle got his. What was your experience raiding Giratina? Was it particularly tough or what? No, it wasn't hard, but... It was two full raid groups while I was there, so oh, oh that's kind of that's very not, fair. not really representative. 
we tried to do it with three and we made a pretty good dent. I think four or five would have done the trick for us. I think five probably. Um, and we were three sub 40 people. It was yeah. a 36, 37 and a 39. Yes. You know, one or two more people we would have had it down. So you should be able to do it. The same types of counters would be the Mewtwo counters, like some dark things uh, would be just fine. Um, but you want to look mostly for dragons. So if you have a Rayquaza, that's the thing that you really want to throw in if you have it. But we'll get to that in a little bit here, right? The last little Halloween-themed piece of news before the big two forward, or I guess three forward-facing news updates that we have is Gengar Raid Day, which is yeah. going to be on November 3rd at the normal community daytime. So much like the legendary birds were like Zapdos, Articuno, and Moltres, we're going to have a day like that, but for Gengar. So Gengar is going to be featured, and it can be shiny. Kyle. Which is I'm excited. Are you excited? <laughs> I'm excited. It's be pretty rad. Um, we can also get five free raid passes that day, just like the legendary bird days. And there's two exclusive moves, not one. And they are Lick and Psychic. And we're not going to dig into that now because Kyle's going to do that. But talking about the shiny version of Gengar, a couple of things we were expecting to see this Halloween event that we didn't end up seeing was at the beginning, we thought that Ghastly Shiny Line would definitely going to come out, but... It, Turns out it was going to be part of this Ray Day, which is after the Halloween event is over. We also didn't see any of the new Generation 4 evolutions like uh, Mischievous into Miss Magius. Yeah. We didn't see... Oh, mm -hmm. Murkrow was also an increased spawn for this event. I forgot to mention that, who's also shiny. But we didn't see Honchkrow. We didn't see Frost last out of Snow Runt. We didn't see a bunch of new things like that. So it's kind of disappointing for me that the only new Generation 4 stuff we got were Spirit Tomb, Stunky, and Drifloon. Hmm. Interesting. I, I I think they're holding out on all of the evolutions. Yeah. For like sure. one last hurrah at the end. I mean, yeah. Some people are saying probably that evolution event that was teased a very long time ago mm -hmm. might come up soon. Um, maybe this next week or the week after. Who knows? The evolution wave, whenever it does happen, is going to be huge. So uh, I imagine they'll, they'll make a big deal out of it. Speaking of big deals, Adventure Sync. What's Adventure Sync, you say? Well, let me just read from this press release real quick. Uh, trainers, exploring with Pokemon Go has never been easier with a new feature coming soon. And that coming soon hits me right in the soul. That means we might never get it. <laughs> Adventure Sync <laughs> can record your walking distances even when Pokemon Go isn't launched. Working in the background to tally your distance, earn candy, and hatch eggs. Plus, Adventure Sync will deliver a weekly summary where you can see your incubator and candy progress, as well as important activity statistics. Check in via your trainer profile to see the number of kilometers recorded for the week. Earn rewards each week for each milestone you cross and receive push notifications when your buddy Pokemon has found a candy or when an egg is about to hatch. You can opt into Adventure Sync at any time and the feature will connect with both Apple Health and uh, on Apple devices and Google Fit and Android devices. So let's get motivated and go. Stay safe and happy exploring. So this is the fitness mode that we were looking at in the APKs yes. for the past two or three mm -hmm. data mines. Mm -hmm. This is exciting for me. Yeah. Some of the details are in this APK teardown that we have going on next. So let's just go into that really quick. The APK 0.125.1 teardown has been up. We'll have links to all the extended notes in our show notes, as we always do. But this is the one that will need to be forced for this Adventure Seek mode to be live. Um, it's being actually pushed out, slowly rolling out, I should say, to Android devices 
this past week, which is exciting, which means we're probably like only a week or two away Yay. from this being fully in the game. Yay. Yes. Adventure Sync looks like it's going to support walking and wheelchair usage, which is pretty rad. Here are the tags we're looking at so far. This is all data mine stuff. None of this is confirmed, but this is what's being inferred from the code, from all the code diving. Walking and wheelchair distance, wheelchair push count, calories burned during exercise, and time spent exercising all have their own tags. So we might see, you know, that these might be the functions that translate that information from Apple Health or Google Fit mm -hmm. over to rewards and or statistics for Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. It currently looks like the feature runs on hourly reports, and this should coincide with Pokemon Go getting the aforementioned proper background mode, which is cool because <laughs> it means that it will drain your battery a lot less. Yeah, we'll see. We'll uh, yeah, the jury's still out on that one. Uh, three more little things to note about the code here. It looks like it's going to have smartwatch support, which might be more infrastructure for the Apple Watch, which already had like a pedometer style thing for hatching eggs for Pokemon Go in the past. Uh, or it might mean more. It might mean uh, coming to specific, you know, Samsung Gears or uh, sure. any any other sort of watch mm -hmm. that, you know, might work with these other things. Looks like there's going to be manual entries for your fitness logs, which I don't know how they're going to handle that from people not just abusing it. And then fitness goals have weekly and daily tracking, it looks like. So we'll see how this thing kind of shapes up, but it looks like it might help us shape up mm -hmm. as trainers. <laughs> um, I'm really excited for this mode because I like going on runs and long walks. And it'd be really cool if it was like walk two miles today and you'll get an additional thing because I'm already walking multiple miles a day. Yeah. I would love to get more out of it and have an additional motivator to get out and do some more. Well, that and it's activities. nice that they realize that Pokemon Go has been a really integral part in getting a lot of people that, you know, are usually indoor gamers out in the community, getting those steps in a lot of, you know, a lot of fitness has happened in this community, which has been really awesome. So it's nice that they're actually running with it and taking advantage of that and importing more technology so people can actually start using it as a fitness tool. Right. And I think it's awfully intelligent of them to kind of utilize an uh, existing infrastructure with Apple Health and Google Fit. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing to note that if you are on a Galaxy phone, that Samsung Health is not the same thing as Google Fit. Okay. And if you would like to utilize this, you should go ahead and download Google Fit because it's an Android generic mm -hmm. health kit. So go ahead and do that. iPhone users, you have no reason to sway from what you're already using because that's what they're going to use apple health kyle what do you think about this uh fitness stuff are you going to be utilizing this at all are you looking forward to it maybe i'm just jaded because oh, no. all i see here is that like i don't think it's a maybe we know that you're jaded kyle this should have been in the game like from the start almost uh, and so, I guess so like i'm probably not going to utilize it that much because I don't, I don't go for walks. I mean, I go yeah. for some walks, but I don't, I don't run and stuff like that. And I you already use my Go Plus for hatching eggs and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. If the game stays open properly in the background, that's going to be the biggest win mm -hmm. from this update for me. So I don't have to relaunch the game every thirty minutes. Yeah, I can't. My even my Go Plus doesn't work when. My app is minimized. It has to be the first thing on my screen for anything to work. So it'll be really nice to be able to put it to rest a little bit and still have it functioning. Yeah. I mean, if it really if it really does cut down on battery usage for mm -hmm. a lot of people, it's going to make a lot of people very happy. Yeah. So uh, I think that might be the biggest thing to take away from this universally. Mm -hmm. But for those of us that are active in, you know, 
also play Pokemon Go, this might be a really cool way to reap some new rewards. And then the last big piece of news here. Yes. You guys ready? This is actually bigger than I think a lot of people are giving it credit for. But November breakthrough and research tasks for November. So starting uh, November 1st, research breakthroughs will offer Shedinja, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is one of the problem Pokemon that we haven't gotten to from a previous generation for a couple of reasons. Okay. Shedinja is an interesting Pokemon because it actually comes from an evolution of a different Pokemon as kind of like a symptom. There is a bug type Pokemon called Ninkata. And when it evolves, it turns into a Ninjask, which is like a floating bug type. Okay. Like a little buggy dude. Um, But in the games, if you have an open slot in your party when it evolves and you have an extra regular Pokeball in your inventory, it will also fill up a second slot called Shedinja. And it's actually like a ghost version of this bug where it like floats around. It's just like the empty husk of skin. It becomes its own Pokemon. And it has this special ability. It has one HP, but it has an ability called Wonder Guard, where it doesn't take any damage from anything unless it's super effective. Mm -hmm. It's immune to everything else. Okay. Which means if it get hit with anything, it's not holding like a focus sash or what have you, it'll die instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really powerful against Pokemon that can't do anything to it. Mm-hmm. So we're not quite sure how they're going to deal with this in Pokemon Go. I don't know, Kyle, do you have any ideas? I think they're going to ignore it personally, as much as that is a shame to say. Yeah. Because it's either with the two move system we have right now, you don't have coverage to to deal with a Shin Ninja. That's true. This also begs the question about where's Ninkata and where's Ninjask? Why are we only yep. getting Shininja? Um, but bug types are going to be the focus for research so tasks sure this we'll upcoming month. Then. Yeah, they're probably going to be research rewards. That seems like it should be the way it plays out. Right. Um, and I think that this is kind of a smart way for them to kind of sidestep the whole you get Shininja from evolving Ninkata into Ninjask thing because they're like, hey, it, there's a special way to get it in the game. In the main series games, now there's a special way to get it in Pokemon Go. You have to wait for like an event or a task or what have you. I should have mine on Saturday, next Saturday. When are you supposed to, when's your next research reward? I think Thursday. Okay. So we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. I'm definitely going to wait. I got my three Suicune from this month. Yes. I don't really want a fourth one per se. I love Suicune to death, but I can't not get Shedinja right. as soon as possible. It's right, just not right, an right. option for me. In addition to the bug types and stuff, we're also going to be getting a new shiny line that has been a long time coming. It's the shiny Caterpie line. And while Caterpie in and of itself isn't the most exciting Pokemon, its shiny versions are actually really rad. Regular shiny Caterpie is like a little bit yellow. Mm -hmm. Shiny Metapod is red. Mm -hmm. Red. What? And Butterfree looks like it just popped out of a rave. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not the pink one from the anime, but it does have some pink features. I think its mm-hmm. eyes are pink and its feet are pink. And I think its body is green. Something Blue. something weird. Green purple? Something strange. Yeah. It's kind of close to the purple that it was in its normal form. But it's pretty cool. Uh I'm excited for that. I don't know, Kyle, are you excited for Shiny Caterpie? Okay, so Shiny Shiny Butterfree is like purple with pink arms and feet and then green eyes. Yes, that's pretty rad. Rave Butterfree. Rave. I think it's cool we're getting more common Pokemon as shiny. Yes, it just means we're going to be clicking on more and more Pokemon as time I mean, goes you're on. catching every Caterpie anyways, so. Are, are you? <laughs> I am. Oh, for your mass evolves? You're going to need another yeah. lucky Caterpie, Kyle. Except it's going to have to be a lucky shiny No, Caterpie. I have a lucky Weedle. I don't have a lucky Caterpie. Oh, you need a lucky Caterpie. <laughs> I'm waiting for the shiny Weedles. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. I, I mean, Caterpie's cool. That's neat. 
neat shiny line not just the slight recolor but it actually is pretty interesting with the red meta- the red metapod is just so cool who doesn't want a red metapod it's so neat uh, <laughs> no just me seems like yeah. ness doesn't oh okay I, you know Fair enough. i'm passive about it okay I'm also not super living decks either, so I don't need to have everything. Yeah, but it's just cool to have a red metapod. I guess. No? All right. Uh, it's cool to have every shiny. So. There's somebody out there that... There, there is. Somebody's... That's also a, a retapod oh uh, enthusiast. You didn't. Yeah, sure did. I'm going to for the next month. Get ready. Okay. Buckle up. November is going to be retapod month. Oh, no. <laughs> retapod is... community day. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Wait, All you don't right. want a community day full of shiny metapods, Kyle? I definitely I would love don't. It. I just want an armful of them. I okay. refuse to get the special move on Butterfree. I demand the special move is actually a metapod. There you go. Maybe it, it knows tackle or something like that, just to be a real, real throwback. You just throw them at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's enough for the news. We got to get a move on here. Let's go into gear up. So this week in gear up, we're going to be addressing the new raid boss, Giratina, which we mentioned briefly earlier. And contrary to what Chris said, it has five weaknesses of dragon, dark, ice, fairy, and ghost. So it's actually quite a vulnerable Pokemon when you compare it to a lot of other bulky Pokemon out there. But your number one counters for him are going to be your dragon types. So Chris mentioned earlier, if you have Rayquaza, he's pretty much the best dragon type in the entire game. Your dragon tail outrage is going to be his best moveset. Following up behind that. Oh my gosh, no, don't. (laughs) We're beyond this. I don't think so. No. I brought it back. This is fair. Well, you got one more you got one more opportunity. Okay. Because after Rayquaza is Dragonite, also with Dragon Tail and Outrage. Dragon Tail's Dragon Tail. And then Latios with Dragon Breath and Dragon Claw. And those are gonna be your best choices for dragon attackers. If you do have Legacy Mewtwo with Shadow Ball, he's also going to be one of your top choices. Don't recommend any other versions of Mewtwo unless he's just your best attacker. And then the same thing for Gengar with Legacy Shadow Claw. He's going to be one of the highest DPS for taking out Giratina, but as we've talked about, he's also the squishiest option you can bring. Mm -hmm. And then an honorable mention for a... Banette with Shadow Claw and Shadow Ball, same as Gengar, just a little bit lower damage. And no tier list is complete in Pokemon Go unless you have Tyranitar on there. Right, right. (laughs) Meta forever. Yeah. Yeah. Now, he's not quite as relevant for Giratina, but he's still really good. He doesn't have quite as high DPS as the other options, but with Bite Crunch, he's still a very strong choice. And he's also a lot bulkier than most of the other choices, so you won't have to heal your Pokemon quite as much. As for moves, Giratina can know Shadow Claw and Dragon Breath for fast moves, and Dragon Claw, Ancient Power, or Shadow Sneak for charge moves. And the things to look out for here are if he knows either of the dragon attacks and you are bringing your dragon-type attackers, because dragon is super effective against dragon. It's a weird type thing. All right, I cracked myself up there a little bit. I don't know why. <laughs> but dragon being weak to dragon always just kind of made me laugh. Why? It's just kind of funny when a type is weak to itself. It's like... Yeah, Psychic used to be like that. Yeah, I mean, Ghost is still like that. Yeah, Ghost is still so, like that. That's fair. It's, hey, just, I don't know. it's just strange. I love That's it. how I feel about peanut allergies. <laughs> what? What? It's just unfortunate. <laughs> oh. Like... 
Beans with peanuts are super effective against yeah. you. I think I think that's only appropriate if you were also peanut type. No, well, I feel like a lot of people are peanut type. You know, we love I mean, peanuts. You're tiny. Peanut butter. You're kind of like I mean, a little peanut. Who doesn't uh, like peanuts? Hmm. People that are allergic to peanuts. What if well, no, that's not true. They tend true. to really like peanuts. They just they like really, peanuts. They yeah. just can't have them. It's such a like that's a bummer. Like how like, being allergic to a thing that you love. My life. Yeah, I'm really happy. I don't have a nut allergy since we've just established that you're a peanut. I actually, I don't have nut allergies, but I, I have sensitivities to a lot of things that I really do like. <laughs> so you're gonna have to get over that. They really don't. Uh, they're not as bad as you might think they are. Okay. I know peanuts are a little bit rough around the edges, but you don't need to be that sensitive. I, I like peanuts. <laughs> what? Okay. Moving on mm-hmm. <laughs> with Gengar raid day coming up. Figure just briefly Ooh. touch on Gengar raid counters. Gengar is not the hardest raid, although some of the pictures for the raid day shows he might be a four-star raid instead of the normal three-star that he is when he's in the rotation. So he might be a little bit harder. I'm sure to actually pay attention instead of just like just soloing him without maybe unless you have you know like you know if you have four people you might as well just fall asleep. But that's true. A lot of the counters are really just going to be your really high DPS Pokemon. So your your Shadow Ball Mewtwo's if you have them, but Psychic. Mewtwo's are also very strong. Groudon with Mudshot and Earthquake, or Lugia with Extra Sensory and Future Sight, also very high up there on the DPS. One more time. Tyranitar with Bite and Crunch. I don't know how many times they're going <laughs> to say that one. <laughs> if you don't have any of those, uh, Gardevoir with Confusion and Shadow Ball is also another good option. But again, Gengar is very squishy, so odds are you can put your strongest Pokemon against him and you're going to do just fine. One more thing to note for Gengar is he is learning Lick and Psychic because of Raid Day. By learning, I mean you're going to catch him with that. Yeah. But he also can be evolved, apparently. I read there was a Niantic post. I don't remember where it was at. If you evolve a Haunter into a Gengar, he will learn those two moves. Oh, good. Which is, you know, something new because, you know... You haven't been able to evolve during a raid day before because they're all legendaries. Legendary birds, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the real thing to note here is that Lick is better than Shadow Claw. So for everybody who missed out on Shadow Claw Gengars, that's me. Now's your opportunity. (laughs) It's a whopping zero point three percent better. Yeah, but the the hidden benefit to this is that it's quicker in animation, kind of like Thundershock was for Zapdos. So it's easier for you to dodge. Dodging? What's that? I mean, with glass cannon like Gengar, it's pretty important. <laughs> but because of that small damage increase, if you do have Shadow Claw Gengar, probably don't want to invest into the Lick Gengar unless you have a ton of Stardust just hanging around. Hmm. But, you know, that's your prerogative. I might need to get some more Stardust to have lying around for this because the idea of having a Gengar just lick something really fast a thousand times in a row is just too good to pass up. Lick is, lick is one of those funny moves. Sure is. Sure is. And there's Mine. always that gif of him licking Charmander from the yeah. anime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. And that Haunter? Haunter's licking him? Yes. 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 Haunter. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always envision. Cool. Anything else about Gengar and or Giratina, Kyle? No. I think that, that sums up what you should know about that. Those encounters. Sure does. And we'll hear back next week after we've done our own Gengar Ray Day. Hopefully you guys are now well prepared moving Mm -hmm. into this upcoming week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Let's go to Pokalore, shall oh, we? Oh, no, I'm nervous. Well, it's okay. There's <laughs> there's a basic one first, right. and then Ness is going to read some spooky no. Pokedex entries. We got like the shorter version, mm-hmm. so it'll be okay. 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 They they just really love making me read creepy things. Yeah, it's fantastic. Freak me out. Yep. I mean, yes. <laughs> As as they are designed. Happy Halloween to everybody. <laughs> and enjoy my pain. But first, you get, you get a okay. little bit okay. of a okay. safe aside. Yes. So we're going to talk about Giratina a little bit, just a little bit of the lore behind that. Giratina is a large gray draconic Pokemon with gold half rings circling the back of its neck. Its head has a gold crown-like object surrounding it with two large horns pointing sideways. A thick black stripe runs vertically along its front with red horizontal stripes. In its altered form, it has two large black ghostly wings with red tips that can resemble claws. These wings can change shape as if it's a liquid or gas. Its six legs are thick and clawed. Thick. In its origin form, it takes on a serpentine look with six black ghostly streamers on its back with red spikes at the tips. Its legs are reduced to spikes and four additional golden spikes appear near the edge of its tail. While in origin form, the three gold half rings can grip objects. Oh, that's creepy. The horns on its head (laughs) are now facing the back and the black vertical stripe is broken into pieces and runs all the way down its body. Giratina can only be in its origin form when it's home, the distortion world, or when holding a gracious orb. Yes, we don't actually have access to origin form yes. right now. We only can see the altered form in-game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Giratina is able to travel through and control dimensions besides those of time and space. When it's in origin form, it is able to pass through dimensions at will. However, it will turn back to its altered form due to the gravity change from the distortion world. Giratina is a highly aggressive and territorial Pokemon that is protective of its home. Legends claim that Giratina appears in cemeteries and that it is supposedly lives in a world on the reverse side. It was said to be banished for violence. Giratina is the only known Pokemon that can learn Shadow Force. Shadow Force! It does. It lives in the Upside Down. Yeah, it does. That's where Giratina lives. Yep. But either way, Giratina's max CP is 3379, so it's a little bit up there. Attack is 187, which is not great. Defense is 225, which is also pretty average. It's fine. Stamina is 284. Nothing great about Giratina, I think. Not in this form. Not in this form. I mean, it has a ghost-type charge move. Doesn't really have any relevance in the meta. No. Um, so its moves are Shadow Claw and Dragon Claw. Um, Shadow Claw being the Ghost Charge move, and then Dragon Claw being a Dragon move, or Dragon Breath and Dragon Claw, which is also just okay. So not too much you can do with Giratina, but it's a cool, spooky Pokemon to have in your decks. Ghost Dragon is just such a neat yes type it's combination. A ghost Dragon from the Upside Down. Yeah. Okay. Happy Halloween. Okay. Let's do it. All right. You ready? Yes, so I'm going to be reading Pokedex entries that Kyle and Chris have deemed spooky or creepy. There's a few rules here. We only picked five. I haven't been able to look at them. She hasn't been able to look at them yet. Some of them are shorter than like the the large versions that some people Mm -hmm. might be aware Mm -hmm. of, but we're just going to keep it brief here. Mm -hmm. And we only included Pokemon that are currently in Pokemon Go. Okay. Because there are better ones, arguably, in future generations, but Mm -hmm. we'll save them. For maybe a different year. For next so if Halloween. your favorite one isn't on this list, I'm so sorry. But here are the five we chose that are currently in Pokemon Go. Okay. So first is Gengar. It apparently wishes for a traveling companion. Since it was once human itself, it tries to create one by taking the lives of other humans. That's fair. Gengar's a murderer. I mean, from what we saw in, in the anime, in Indigo League, they just wanted playmates. I guess so. It's a little bit more 
It's a little bit more malicious than okay. that. Yeah. Well, for right now, it isn't. Just saying. But, like, I can get that. Ghost you, you can accept someone ghost murdering swine. somebody else so yes. that they have someone to play with. It's a ghost. What else is it going to do? Next is Drifloon, which I've been told is weird. Due to its aimless drifting, this species is known as a signpost for wandering spirits. It has been known to steal children that mistake it for a regular balloon. Mm -hmm. However, due to its light weight, it can be resisted easily and is often pulled around. Although created by lost spirits of Pokemon and people, as seen in the anime, it can be friendly and helpful. It prefers to reside in damp, humid locations and can expand or shrink to express its feelings. Okay. Yep. It abducts children. Yeah. But technically yeah. it doesn't because it's too light. Well, yes. It, yes. it tries. Well, it wants all, to. It Yeah. It has goals. But in other versions of the Pokedex entry, it says that it's known for making small children like vanish. Okay. All right. Next is Frostlass. Frostlass lives in snowy areas and has the ability to freeze foes with its negative 58 degrees Fahrenheit breath. It is thought to display its victims secretly after freezing them. <laughs> yep. Why? Yeah. Yep. yeah. <laughs> As evidence in the anime, it can create illusions to manipulate others. Frostless is a female-only species and is said in legends to be the spirit of a woman who was lost in the mountains. Terrible. Jeez. Yep, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah. I, I have to say that Frostlass is the only one that was a slight departure from our rule set because it's probably coming out soon because it's okay. a Gen 4 evolution. Okay. Spirit Tomb. Who's Spirit Tomb? Spirit Tomb is formed by the collection of 108 spirits being trapped in an odd keystone due to misdeeds. Some Spirit Tomb are up to 500 years old. As seen in the anime, Spirit Tomb can be just as aggressive and destructive as the spirits that it's composed of. It will lash out at anyone with little thought, often exercising short-sightedness in its pursuit of vengeance. Okay. That's, yeah, that's pretty fair. creepy. Yeah. It just reminds me of Hercules when they're in like... Hades river of death. Oh, the big the, like spiral yeah. of spirits. Spirit yeah. Yeah. Spirit yeah. Okay. I guess okay. so. Yeah. Cacturn. Cacturn is a nocturnal Pokemon that rarely moves during the day, which allows it to hold moisture. At night, it searches for prey or follows travelers until they become exhausted. It has lived in deserts for so long that its blood has transformed into sand. Oh my. <laughs> With its thorny arms, it is able to use former signature move needle arm. Okay, like that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, except the Drifling was kind of weird. Cacturn that was, that was okay. follows people until they get exhausted. I mean, so do Just, humans, though. He waits till they collapse in order to devour them. That's, yeah. I mean, if you're wandering the desert, that happens, I feel like. You get eaten by cactuses in yes. the desert. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> How many deserts have you died in? Uh, I stopped counting a while ago. <laughs> okay. No, these weren't as bad as I thought they were going to be. No, they're except not Except for like the displaying no. frozen bodies and stealing children. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit weird. Some of these are some of these are like crazier than others. Mm -hmm. I mean, we t drowsies and hypnos were pretty. Those are weird. Pretty messed up. I didn't up. like those. Yeah, we tried to keep it a little more relevant with ghost or dark type. There okay, are a couple okay. non-ghost type that are pretty messed up, like Cubone. Yes, maybe in the future. Like Kadabra. We can do a short yeah, episode. Kadabra's of, a messed up one yeah. for sure. Maybe in the future we can do a short episode where I just read horrific Pokemon entries. Sure. And sure. Cry. But happy Halloween. There's some there's some fun ghosts and Cacturn is not nearly as friendly as it looks. Uh, be careful around Drifloon and don't trust a Gengar mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. So on to the Pokepole. Last week's question was with Beldum Community Day behind us, who is up next for November's Community Day? Although we already know, 
before it was launched. Uh, Mario said, I'm down for Cyndaquil, one of my favorite Pokemon, of course. Mm -hmm. Justin also said Cyndaquil. Chris Poopa, definitely Cyndaquil, one of the best starters. And Alex said, I was going to say Cyndaquil, but I suppose we don't have to guess anymore. That's fair. Alex DeFranco, Badoof. Kim Jong-Illist, also Badoof Community Day. No, thanks. <laughs> no. I could do it. I mean, they did like a Badoof Appreciation Appreciation Day. Day. Yeah, Yeah, I decided to not even recognize that in our notes because it was really, really strange. Mm -hmm. There was like a dead... So there was like news every single day, but there was one day where there was no brand new news. And they're like, Badoof Appreciation Day. I'm like, no. Give me more (laughs) Gen 4. This doesn't count. Uh, (laughs) Is he going to be shiny? No. No? No. Then I don't care. Yeah, there you go. So this week's Pokepole... What's your favorite spooky Pokemon? Ghosts, dark, and even some poison types would work. Chris, what's your favorite spooky Pokemon? Hmm. Does it have to be scary, or does it just have to be like kind of, kind of freaky? I'd say maybe just kind of freaky. Also, counts. okay. I love Crobat. Okay. Crobat is one of my favorite Pokemon of all time. Okay. Okay. Crobat is pretty neat. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a poison type, mm-hmm. and it's got four wings and no feet. And it has really sharp teeth. Apparently, it can suck the blood out of its victims without it being noticed because mm-hmm, its mm-hmm. teeth are so sharp, just like a vampire bat would be. Sure. Moves really fast. Also on my Ultra Moon team because he's great and okay. I love him. Okay. Crobat. All right. Kyle, what about you? Is it ghastly? No. <laughs> See, because this would be the easy answer is that I could say any of right. the ghastly family because right, 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 they're right. ghost and poison. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to, I'm departing from that. And it's actually any of the Hone, uh, Hone Edge family. For okay. people who only know for Pokemon Go, Hone Edge is a living sword or a, a oh. dead sword because mm-hmm. it's a ghost type mm-hmm. that evolves into two swords and then a sword and a shield. And it's a really cool Pokemon. And also it has like a, an arm that if you try to grab the sword, it apparently sucks your life force out of you. Oh, so yeah. That's, that's pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ness? So this one is only, I love it because it's strange and I don't quite understand it yeah, because it's, it's a newer gen Pokemon. Um, it's the psychic Pokemon uh, Chimeco. And I okay. think he just, he looks like a haunted paintbrush. I'm not quite sure what he does. Because it's got that red stuff on the yeah, bottom there. He just, but he I... looks like he's got blood on him for no reason. I think it's supposed to be um, like, a ta- like one like, of those paper talisman things, right? <laughs> I, I think he's supposed to be like, like a paper, like a Chinese paper lantern, no? But he or like, something like that. I think so. But yeah, I think he it's a just, Japanese lantern. I'm, I'm looking right. it up. Let's see. He's a small round Pokemon with mainly bluish white body. He's a wind chime. Wind chime. Um, its wind body chime. has oh. horizontal amaranth colored pattern. So he's basically just supposed to be. He's a wind chime. A wind chime. He's a wind chime. But I think he looks like a haunted paintbrush. He's psychic type only, right? That's why he's my favorite spooky Pokemon. Okay. Because he's a wind chime. <laughs> Looks like Haunted a haunted paintbrush. Paint okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, listeners, if you guys have your answers to this week's Pokeball question, which is, what's your favorite spooky Pokemon? Ghost, dark, and even some poison types would work. In addition psychic to apparently Psychic. Psychic is also pretty cool. Go ahead and send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com or respond to the question when it gets posted on our Facebook and slash or Twitter pages. Speaking of emails, let's get into the emails for this email. week before we wrap the show up. It's email time. We love emails. We do love emails. The first one's from Jim Leader Mario. Hi, Chris, Ness, and Kyle. Hello. 
guys like always i love you guys and go cast is the best pogo podcast thank out there. you thank you mario um what if by any odd chance niantic and the pokemon company decide to do a halloween event on november this is before it came out i know it's impossible but if a community day could happen um i would love a gen 4 pokemon like drifloon miss magius frostlass spiritune driftbloom or tyrana tyratina not quite sure which one that one is it would be awesome but doubtful cyndaquil is the most likely to be and with every community day, there is a chance of shiny. So, uh, got, uh, 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 he 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 gave instructions. Oh, he, sorry. Yes, uh, shiny. Was, Sing like the crab from Moana. So shiny, shiny. Right? I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yes. Um, so, guys, what was your first shiny? He asked this question on the Facebook page, and I think he's implying from the main series games. But mm-hmm. some of us haven't played a main series game that is shiny compatible. Yes. Gen one. Yes. Uh, so your first shiny in Pokemon Go will also do. Uh, he mm-hmm. goes on to say, mine was Magby. I hatched from the daycare on Pokemon Crystal. I wasn't sure what was happening to my game back then. And I freaked out because every time a Magby came out, there was a weird uh, like shiny thing happening. So I restarted my game. It wasn't until weeks later that my friend explained what it was. Best regards, Jim Leader Mario. P.S. Sorry for the long email. No worries. We love emails at any any length. Um, so what was your first shiny, Kyle? I think I've mentioned this on the show before but my first shiny was a gulpin in in ruby version that. yes that makes sense uh-huh. and it was just it's blue instead of green and i saw it and i'm like i was so far into the late game i wasn't even considering it i was just trying to travel somewhere and i have no idea what this was and i caught it and just stuck it in my storage never touched it i didn't even know what it was until maybe 10 years later yeah. When I actually found out what a shiny Pokemon was. And like, oh, I have one of those. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, Ness, what about you? Mine is a shiny Larvitar from Larvitar Community Day. That was your first shiny you ever got? That was my first shiny because wow. I started playing again right before that. And they didn't have shinies in 2016 when it came out. So That's very true. Wow. From July. Yeah. How about you? Um, well, I don't really recall which Pokemon it was. I remember my first Pokemon being in the main series game, me seeing it, it happening. And then me deleting it right away because I thought it was glitched, <laughs> which is I feel like a lot of people when they're kids, that's kind of how that story goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But beside the red Gyarados from the Lake of Rage that everybody gets as part of Gen 2, Gen 3, whichever one it came out in. Gen 2. Gen 2. Generation 2. I actually recently had an encounter with a shiny Pokemon that was rather heartbreaking. I was playing my Ultra Moon game the other day. I was doing an Ultra Wormhole run uh, and a shiny swallow appeared to me and I used false swipe with my decidueye, got it all the way down, all that stuff. And this had been like eight or nine turns and I didn't know it had this move on it at the time. So I got it down to one HP. I was throwing pokeballs. It wasn't working, but I was there for the long haul. Uh, And then after like, round uh or turn nine it used brave bird and killed itself i I know know it was it was was heartbreaking i was not happy and i uh i told copper my cat who was sitting next to me how disappointed i was and he didn't care and ness was asleep at the time so i was alone for those who don't realize (laughs) brave bird is is one of those self-damaging moves so it it came with recoil I remember you told me about it. Yeah, I was really upset. You were, and I was like, I didn't oh. save beforehand. I didn't do anything. I wasn't expecting it because I was going for legendaries for that run, but I popped into this one and it was just a regular thing. And they'd be like my fifth time in this same place. It's like, oh, it's probably going to be another swallow. And it popped up. I'm like, I'll be darned. Wow. <laughs> my goodness. Anyway, thanks for the uh, email there, Jim Leader Mario. Next one is from Ryan. 
Hi, friends. I love your podcast. I've gotten my family hooked on it, too. Thanks. Wow, thanks. Thanks for uh, reminding uh, other people to listen. That's pretty cool. Uh, I mostly play with my sister and my brother-in-law. We went out for community day for all three hours and started off fantastic. We all got a Mewtwo. Really nice. It's my favorite Pokemon. Um, But it went swiftly downhill for me. I captured 287 Beldum and, drumroll, two. Two were shiny. My sister, who ran out of Pokeballs and was rushing stop to stop to try and keep up, got 168 total, but with, drumroll, 18 shiny. Oh, my gosh. One is 100% and two are 96. But in the end, I'm still happy because I'm already killing it for Gen 4. Hope you guys are doing well. Hashtag get well soon. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and then for the Pokepoll, his uh, answer was, I'm going to go off the norm. Community day for Slack off. Got to pack it on for the winter. Yes. And I wasn't on board until that last line. I would have supported Slack off. Yeah, I would have supported Slack off community day as well. Sorry to hear about your shiny right there, man. <laughs> that, that really, that's that really just stinks. awful. Oh, that's how it goes. But like I said in my response to him, at least you got a boatload of candies from catching 287 Beldum. Yes, that's true. That's Especially crazy. if he was pineapping him. Yes. And even if he wasn't, that's darn near 300 or sorry, 900 candies. Yes. So good for you, man. That's really great. Uh, kudos to your sister. Maybe she could share some of that shiny luck with you for Cyndaquil Day. Next one is from Quentin, who emailed us last week. This is kind of a follow-up email. It felt great. Make it on your podcast. Uh, we love reading emails on the yes. show so Please if you guys would us. like to send us emails yes we'll read them on the show if that's yeah. something you, you, you want um i really enjoy the love and support update on last week's goals i didn't make it to a million xp came up about seventy thousand oh. short which is that's close enough man yeah. you, did, you did good um i caught four shiny beldums on community day and now have four awesome metagross two of which are my shinies there you go. my buddy to way better ended up with nine shiny Beldum. Nine shinies. Nine shinies. I also caught a shiny Houndour. Lucky, lucky, lucky. I want one of those so bad. Um, And I ended the week with 19 Pokemon from the Sinnoh region. All in all, it was a great, fun week. And his goals for this upcoming week is to make it to level 35. As of right now, he, uh, well, with the email, this is from, I think, a number of days ago. So as of writing that email, he was 175,000 away. I bet you got it. Uh, catch more shiny Pokemon. So far, I've caught a shiny Drifloon. He what? looks pretty sweet. Spooky balloon. Yeah, I really want a spooky balloon. Mm, a shiny shiny spooky Drifloon balloon. is awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Poopa, by the way, who on Twitter has shared that he's caught four of them this week. Four. <sighs> mm-hmm. Golden <sighs> balloons. 99 gold ghost balloons. Stealing um, children as they walk by. Float by? Walk by. We'll get there. <laughs> In addition to uh, his shiny Drifloon, he also wants to raid more and catch a Giratina. Um, and he also completed his Kanto decks. Hey. So that's pretty rad. Good job, Quentin. Keep it up, guys. We love hearing uh, from you guys and uh, you know what your goals are. So so keep it up. Last one here is from Johnny H. Smith. While listening to your podcast today, I set two goals for myself for the week. To fully evolve the three starters of Gen 4, which are my favorite starters of all generations, Me and too, to make man. it to level 30. Me too. Well, as I already told you, I made it to level 30 this week. I've also finished the evolutions for Chimchar and Turtwig. I actually just got my Infernape last night, but currently my print plup is sitting at 38 candies. Sounds like it's a a common problem here. (gasps) Now, this is supposed to be a a rainy weekend, so I'm hoping to see some Piplups popping up. I have eight silver pineapple berries for use in catching NEIC, so hopefully I have my goal finished by the time your new episode comes out. Clock's ticking there, Johnny. Hope you found your Piplup candies, my friend. I didn't. 
Oh, well. Yeah. It rained for a little bit today. We'll get our Piplup candies together, Johnny. You guys. I believe in you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for emails. If you guys would like to send us an email, go ahead and send them to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also visit our website. That's www.gocastpodcast.com. We have a contact us tab. You can click on that and send an email from there as well. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast, uh, where we pretty much interact with listeners the most, I would say, because yeah. a lot of people are very talkative and active mm-hmm. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. We also share any up-to-date news that we get right away. So if you're looking for a fun, interactive news source for Pokemon Go, while there is a lot of them, why not add us to your list? <laughs> we'll make sure you guys are up-to-date on that feed. In addition, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook and get a similar experience. That's facebook.com forward slash podcast. And before we get out of here today... Speaking of goals, we got to set some new ones, guys. Everybody groans. Uh. Mess. You going to set a goal for me? Yeah. um, I'm hoping to get... Let's see what's next week. Oh, next week is the Gengar raid. Mm -hmm. I would love to have a shiny Gengar. Just one? Just one. That's all I need. Okay. Um, I'd also like to get another 300,000 in experience. Stretch goal, 500,000. Okay. Uh, And I'm still going to carry over my goal of getting my Empoleon until that's finished. Okay. Yes. And Empoleon. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Shiny Gengar and plus 3,000, sorry, 300,000 experience mm-hmm. and an Empoleon. Yes. All right. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Kyle, your turn. I have one goal. Okay. Don't tell me it's feel Ness better, Kyle. Ness already stole it. <laughs> Ness no already Gengar. stole it. My goal is to get a Shiny Gengar. Just That's one? all I need are... in my life. Come on, guys. But I have, you know, my, a sub one that I am not hopeful for i want a shiny from this event any shiny doesn't matter what it is i want one i've checked so many pokemon so far yeah shiny so those are my two goals all right fair enough what about you chris uh mine is to get to 1.5 mil experience so get like another 550 Mm -hmm. thousand experience sure and i'm gonna try to get three shiny gengars wow overachiever over here I got you know it. What? You know, I got to set a good example, y'all. Okay. Um, for a failure, as I do every single week in some facet. That's fine. One can be mine when I don't end up getting one. So you know, <laughs> you got it, man. Three shiny Gengars. Um, I really, I really want a shiny Drifloon so bad. Yes. I'm gonna add that to my list. Shiny Drifloon, and I'm not giving up on Riolu. Mm-hmm. So I've got a very full plate this upcoming week, but I believe in myself. It'll happen. That's at least one of us. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys have your goals that you'd like to set for this week, go ahead and share them with us. Mail at gocastpodcast.com and slash or any of our other social media feeds. Yeah. Uh, One more time, if you guys enjoy the show, please go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and or Stitcher or wherever you guys listen. That helps out the show immensely. And best of luck on Gengar Raid Day and for the remainder of your Halloween event and getting your gear We'll see you guys next week for episode 19. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.